Hey everyone, happy Friday the 13th. This is Alan Loosebrock, one of your hosts from Coming of Age. It's finally that day again to watch all your friends get another shitty ass tattoo with little to no artistic integrity. Can't wait, beautiful, love it. But um, we thought it'd be fun to do something a little special today. We have some old episodes that we kind of did a pilot season, just kind of practicing. We didn't know we were practicing, but we got better mics eventually and we just kind of started over. But we've got some episodes that we're just going to be releasing on special dates like this. And uh, this is a good occasion because our first uh, episode that we ever recorded is Castle Freak. It's this fucking hilarious movie and it's a real treat and we'll talk about it a little more um, obviously in the episode. A lot more actually um, but the music's different it's just a different format it's not completely you, you'll be fine you'll you'll follow it's it's very similar but enjoy it have a good time here you go castle freak episode of coming of age coming of age it's a brand new podcast brought to you from uh two uh mid-20s guys just getting off their asses trying to do something with their lives and uh we decided to sit them right back down (laughs) and just watch a movie i don't know if we ever really even got off our asses (laughs) no we we're sitting down right now as well um it's the best job and we're just (laughs) yeah unpaid so far (laughs) First episode, we're not expecting anything big. Oh, just uh, wanted to share our love for the cinema and some uh, our, our unique perspectives on some of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we'll get to some good ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure well. we will. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some good ones in there. Um, yeah, we're just trying to, I don't know, I don't want to say I'm a bunch of fucking times on this podcast, so let's just keep moving forward. <sighs> Tonight's episode, we're going to be watching, or we're going to be talking about, because we just fucking watched it, uh, Castle Freak, for all you horror fans out there. Castle uh, Freak, H.P. Lovecraft and uh, Stuart Gordon, get back together. <laughs> the master. <laughs> oh my god. Um, if you've ever seen movies like uh, Reanimators, the big one. Or From Beyond. From Beyond is a little tough to get through. I honestly had a fantastic time the first time. Second time was cool, but man, they mentioned the pineal gland. Oh, quite a bit. A it's lot. a lot of that movie. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of that movie. Yeah, and like unlike Reanimator, where the gore is like interesting to look at and like cool, and you're like, oh man, holy oh, yeah. shit, this is just kind of like there's like there's like penises popping out of people's foreheads. Oh yeah, <laughs> constantly. Yeah, so and you're just like oh. Why? I don't want to see that again. It happens like 
Oh, it had to have happened like, like a dozen times. <laughs> yeah, that was like 20 times in the last like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's like, or it, less? Who knows? I don't know. It's crazy. It's like the last half hour. He, he grows the penis out of his head and then the monster has a penis out of his head and they're just constantly like... Things get very sexual. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Combs starts eating people's eyeballs out of their heads with uh, a penis growing out of his. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a wonderful movie if you haven't watched it. Yeah. There's more. There's more of these Jeffrey Combs, Stuart Gordon films. There's some um, Jeffrey Combs just with that other I have people not. too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. This is a little thing that happened, you know, for, for I don't know how many years. You know, maybe there's ones that I don't know about. There's, there's definitely ones that I haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, other Stuart Gordon films I've seen is Dagon, which was probably the first Stuart Gordon, Stuart Gordon film I watched. Um, and that's, uh, from what I remember, an interesting experience as well. Uh, it feels like a made-for-TV movie with fish people and H.P. Lovecraft uh, galore and lore. Is Jeffrey Combs in that one? He might be. He might be. <laughs> it, that's a weird movie. That's a strange film. Mm-hmm. Uh, who showed me that? Um, day. Yeah, that little vagrant <laughs> that lived in my house for eight months. Hi, Abaday, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> hello. Hello. Hello, Abaday. Good to cross your path again. He might actually listen to this. I mean, he loves H.P. Lovecraft and uh, Castle Freak and also. And he loves you. So Apparently. he'll seek you out. Uh Castle Free is also an H.P. Lovecraft film, kind of, kind of, loosely based on The Outsider, I believe, yeah, which I've never read. Mm, do you not know anything about it? Who know? Like, <laughs> it has to be loosely based. Like, there's no way this is a, you cannot read this <laughs> and it'd be, oh yeah, it'd be like, oh, that was a good book. I, I don't know, know how you know. would. Well, from what I understand, from what I've read in my, uh, research after watching this masterpiece um, was that Stuart Gordon went into producer Charles Band's office and um, there was a poster on the wall with like uh, this like freakish monster standing in front of a castle and uh, Stuart Gordon was like what is that and Charles Band was like oh it's it's a castle freak and Stuart Gordon's like like what and then uh, wanted to make that into a film so like like I guess that's this is like an name. imaginary poster. Literally, that's, <laughs> well, that's like that's the name. And he was and, just like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't know how the conversation went down, but all I know is supposedly Charles Band told him you can use the idea as long as it contains a castle and a freak. <laughs> and that's that's where this movie originated. I want to see this poster. <laughs> I do too. I don't know what it is. It's just like some. I don't know. Like some sci-fi art, uh, some but horror it, art, speculative. Yeah, like, just you know, from I don't know what. I mean, because I believe I'm believing the outsider, <coughs> like inclusion to this is because Stuart Gordon loved H.P. Lovecraft, and he had to include something into a movie uh, that was yeah. literally spawned out of seeing a picture of a castle and a picture of a freak, and going, "I'm going to make a film." Yeah, and it's like, oh, you know. Freaks are outcasts. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I can use that word. <laughs> um, I think I think the main similarities in The Outsider, for what I read, is that that the uh, that book has a guy, it's like a guy who lives in a castle, 
and he's just a recluse and he's really fucking ugly and he goes out into the world and then is rejected because he's so like horrible to look at mm. and then that's where that movie goes off but there is no like and then family rapist <laughs> and See, I don't starts know what, eating I, girls I, I don't know about that i think he might just kill people i think he might be just like a dude who's not attractive yeah and takes it out on yeah, people yeah yeah after being scorned from the earth but i don't know it could be it's h.p lovecraft so i'm sure there's some kind of gothic celestial cosmic <laughs> horror involved but like <laughs> sure of it i'm sure but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to read the book. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's not that time. We're not going to, you know, that's not the book you're, you're reaching for these days, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't want to, you know, put some limits around the brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day HP Lovecraft. I would like to read sometime. Like something. Yeah. Least. Yeah. 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 I, for okay. sure. We, Shit, for all we know, The Outsider is a great an book. amazing book. <laughs> it could be a great you know? book. Who fucking knows? I mean, he's, Not a pretty, he's a pretty good author. The people who adapt his books into films... Mm -hmm. I, in, I, the in the 80s. <laughs> in the mid-90s. Yeah. I don't know what, like, why they're, like, being made by people who have, like, a basic level of skill with the camera. You know? They're not as bad as some movies, I guess. I think they're very entertaining. That's that's you know, their redeeming factor. Some of them have lulls, like you know, from, from behind, behind kind of gland. But for the most part, they you're not you're not sad that you watched from beyond. You know, <laughs> I will say I, I didn't think it was a waste of my time. Yeah, at, when I was watching it. Um, afterwards, though. <laughs> afterwards. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I liked From Beyond for the one time I saw it, but uh, Castle Freak, I liked a lot more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm very pleasantly surprised. I was not, not expecting a lot, but there were, there were some very fun times within the film. <laughs> well, I guess uh, maybe we should get into it. Well, yeah, um, let's get into it. Let's start with start, uh, start with the beginning of that movie which uh what i what i want to say <laughs> yes, about, I about exactly all of these say. films yes. there there are no title sequences at the beginning you click play and the movie just starts well they do the title sequence after a short sequence but the thing is there's no uh fade in or there's anything nothing. literally it's literally hard cut you press play the boom the movie starts <laughs> the first image and it's just like oh uh, shit like i have to get ready okay we're in this yeah it all it's 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 been what three of these like in relative yeah. like quick order that we've been watching these and uh, it still takes me like off guard yeah. like I'm not expecting you don't see you forget about it yeah. because of all the other ridiculous shit that has happened in the film by the end you you're not thinking about the very first shot but yeah it creeps in on you later and you're like oh yeah it just started yeah that's so weird um well this movie just starts with. What appears to be, I think, is a hag or like an old. I think. I think a later on, you you get to know perfect. her as a duchess, but she looks yeah. horrible, and she. Yeah, the duchess has some problems, and uh, I don't think she deserves the title as duchess. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like they don't really explain that in the movie. I guess she's like family royalty, but like she I looks don't, like a witch. Yeah, she. You know. They made her look like as bad as they could. Mm. Um, what is she doing? Is it just start with her like in the kitchen with the with making the food or is there is she like 
I believe so. I believe they're <laughs> it happened so fast. Yeah. You know? I was like, <laughs> so, okay, so they're in the kitchen. Whatever, it doesn't matter if they did something before. It, whatever happened before that, if there was anything, it wasn't important. So um, the movie started. She's in the kitchen. She's with her little orange kitty cat. Uh, there's some fucking old ass bread and old little white, just like crusty sausage sitting on a cutting board. It's so gross. <laughs> I didn't even know. Uh, okay, honestly, I didn't even know it was a sausage the first time we were watching it. I was, what the hell is she? Like, what kind of meat is that? Yeah, it That's, was very weird. It's the question I was asking myself. It was strange, like, to just have, like, an encased, like, sausage right there just laying out. I think the point of it was it wasn't supposed to look appetizing, and they made yeah. it. They did a good job. At first, it looks like a stone, and then it looks like this weird, <laughs> meaty, like, red-purple color. I don't know. It was like just not appetizing. <laughs> so she cuts into that. She cuts two pieces, two little pepperons of sausage off, and then she goes to the bread and like <laughs> the biggest has to bread like fucking use her like might <laughs> to it's, get into that bread. It was cut the, off a single. It looked like the oldest, stalest, bol- most like it was a boulder of a bread mm-hmm. of a piece of bread. I don't know. What it was, and she takes a knife, and it, it's a solid, I don't know, 20 seconds. No, it is not 20 seconds. seconds of her going through. I think you're exaggerating. I think it's, you know, even at like a five second cut is it, well, they, it's all one shot with her like cutting all that stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and she takes her, her the time, whole shot takes very long. And she t- cut it, and maybe that's where that like time lapse is coming from. But she cuts through that bread and puts it on the plate, and it's just. Two little patties of whatever kind of meat she was cutting up yeah. in this bread. A meal fit for a duchess. Is <laughs> what you think. Yeah. And there's also a, the cat. I guess yes. the cat is worth mentioning now because <laughs> it does come back later on in the film. Um, the cat is, oh yeah, it's in this. <laughs> it's a character. We don't get a name, but it is a character. Yeah, the cat. So, so um, she starts walking, making her long haul. <laughs> wherever she's going down down into this castle going down so many stairs lighting a candle and then going outside where it looks pretty windy obviously the middle of the day too (laughs) exactly it was obviously the middle of the day it was the middle of the day they didn't even have a filter on the lens it was just like daytime yeah and it makes sense you know she's going down into the depths she needs a candle still but like but she it was a little odd. <laughs> yeah, walking to the probably could have made better choices with that <laughs> in the movie. This is, you know, it's just daytime. Could have easily done that shot at night. Yeah, easily. Would have made it a little, little eerier. Maybe, or you just wouldn't have noticed that it was daytime. <laughs> yeah, I was confused. I wasn't sure if they were like, it was they were like shooting in the day because it was one of those old. Those old movies, a lot of times, will shoot during the day, and they put the polarizer, blue filter, or whatever, on the camera, and the red filter, or whatever, and make it look dark, make it look yeah. like night. Um, is this origins of Castle Freak, or is it like, are we, is, is he already the freak? You know, <laughs> you're wondering who's gonna be through that door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so who's yeah. she feeding this to? Yeah. Is is kind of what you you are thinking that because she's not eating it and she's traveling a long way, so. Yeah. She gets all the way, long, long, uh, long section drive. of the movie. Yeah. Know. It's a little too long. Yeah, it's like, it's like comedically long. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then, okay, so yeah, she finally gets down there and then pulls out a, a whip. 
from the wall. Is that a whip? Yes. Yeah. Right when she gets down there and, and she sets, the, sets food the, the food down and immediately the cat goes for the food and <laughs> she does not stop the cat at all. No. And you think, wait, what the fuck? Like, was that for the cat the whole time? <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, really? She's, she's, she's this bitch? Yeah, that's that's also what I thought. Because uh, the, the I mean the way the camera movement is done is that it makes you think that's a pretty important part of the movie. Like you gotta yeah. see the cat eat the like. Yeah, focus. I mean it does know. it does bring to you know, it makes sense. It it's terrible for Castle Freak <laughs> is is the main message. <laughs> yeah. He's getting his food kind of nibbled on. By this cat. Uh, yeah. By this cat before he even gets to touch it. She proceeds to go into the cell where something it, it, something in a humanoid is chained up. Uh, you don't really see its face or body or anything at the time. You just like you mm-hmm. see a figure. And then she starts very like lazily. <laughs> yeah, but the sound up. effects are there. The sound <laughs> effects are there. <laughs> and she's just like, ah. And, and screams. It's yeah, really loud. Very, but yeah, very, very awkward <laughs> screams. Like probably what you would actually be making. Yeah. I'm if wondering you're... if they ADR'd that or if there was actually a guy down there screaming and they were just recording the sound of it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> All right, now scream, but you're a freak, okay? You're a freak. Really <laughs> weird, freaky scream, man. That's probably what that's. I, he what did his that. research. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the point of all of this is she beats him and then locks him back up and then slides the food under the door and then goes upstairs and has what appears to be a heart attack or... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He throws the plate back out the bottom door like... And it's like got some sass to it. It's like, it's like so quick and it's like, and you're just like, oh shit, Castle Freak. Fucking Castle Freak. Oh, Castle Freak's got a personality already. Like, he gets whipped and he's still got some sass. Like, it's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, he, he, I don't think he appreciated the way he was been, treat, been treated. Oh, uh, not at all. Not, not at judging all. He, by the way he throws it out of the little bottom slit yeah. in the door. <laughs> this bitch. Um, and then do we just, yeah, we jump to her upstairs. And <laughs> she's getting in bed. She drops the whip. She didn't uh, pick up the whip or put it back downstairs. Rolls under the bed and she dies. <laughs> yeah, she, she fucking dies. Yeah. Uh, because she whipped Castle Freak too hard, she was exhausted and her Is that what heart, it was? Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. Like, she was like, or maybe from going up all those stairs as well. Amazing. But that's what, it, she was short of breath. But I think it's... And she was like, ah, and then she just died. But wouldn't the... You have to assume that some activity within her body is what kind of said that. Like... What's throwing me for a loop is that it's implied like from what happens in the rest of the movie and stuff that she's been doing this for like 40 years. Yeah. And so you think that she's used to that climb downstairs and to the, the daily whipping of the castle freak. Well, she probably doesn't eat very well. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't establish that. <laughs> I yeah. guess if she's she eating makes, that fucking Well, who, how, how often does she feed castle freak? That's a good question. Cause that's a, that's a know, question they didn't answer in mm-hmm. the film. Um, what is she feeding Castle Freak? Because he really quickly gains a taste for Well, she doesn't give him much. Other meat. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. 
Oh my god. And he's, oh, how did he get so strong in that fucking yeah, cell? 40 years? He's been <laughs> supposedly locked in that cell since he was, what, five? His ribs are showing. You know, <laughs> have his face just clawed off. Yes. How did that happen? Where's the story there? Yeah, that wasn't in the movie. He yeah. just is happy. Bloody about it. Okay, we don't need a backstory. All right, let's see this freak. He's a freak. Let's see him in action. You know, I want to see him present day. I don't want to see what the fuck happened in the past. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a compliment to the production designer because they definitely made him look like a freak. It was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, so he. It cuts after her, she dies, and we're now with Jeffrey Combs. Yes. And what you think is present day or something like that, but it no, does doesn't. not tell you how much like how much longer, like how, how much, much time, time is has passed between the like the yeah. last two shots. And you, you think just, it'll kind of be inferred a little bit later, but never, never. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. He, <laughs> is this like the next day? The next day, the next week, is yeah. it the next month? But it's them moving into the castle. They're, they're driving yeah. up to it, and the yeah. daughter is in the back seat. What I thought was looking out the window and enjoying the scenery, but we very quickly find out that that's not the case because mm -hmm. she's blind. Yeah, she's wearing sunglasses, so you think you know she just you can't see those those eyes. Yeah, you You're, can't you can't see the. The, the blank stare ahead, <laughs> which uh, yeah. I think they did on purpose for uh, other reasons than the story. I think the actress. Yeah, might have I, I know where you're going. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, she tried. She's got some moments in there where you go, man, that is terrible. Yeah. You're obviously <laughs> looking at something. <laughs> Not even that. Just her acting. Just her lines. How they're given. Just like, oh, true. True. There was one in particular, I can't remember it, but geez Louise. I don't bad. What was she ever in anything after Castle Freak? I've never seen that actress before or since. I don't know. She was uh I can see her like she looks like if she was a better actress, yeah. <laughs> I can see her and stuff, you know? Um I apparently her name in real life is Jessica Dollar Hyde. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I was already got the credits. credits. Yeah, yeah, Dollar Hyde is a Crazy last name. Lots of Italian names in the credits as well. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, I didn't realize the movie took place in Italy because I avoided reading anything about this movie before <laughs> we watched it. Um, and we were just sitting there after, after, okay, so what happens after the old woman dies, you finally get your title sequence, your credit sequence. Uh, and that's when we noticed all the Italian names, which makes sense since they filmed it in Italy. Um, we did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> But they just kind of borrowed Italy's people to make the movie. You know, they weren't gonna. Yeah, why wouldn't you though? Exactly. <laughs> you know, they're small, small production. They're not gonna be like. It's actually the, the lowest budget production Stuart Gordon ever had. Oh, really? Yeah. He had the least amount of money he ever worked with and ever had worked with since. Oh, it kind of makes sense. Yes. Like, he didn't go, you know, big and luxurious, it's you know. It actually still... pretty much takes place in that one castle. Yeah, for sure. For the most part. And. The you can just have different castle-looking rooms. Yeah, well, and they shot it in the real and castle. They shot it in the castle. They shot in the real castle. And I want to know what rooms didn't make it to the cut. I mean, me too. <laughs> me too. I mean, what sucks to me about this is they shot it in a real castle, but there was no real sense of geography in the castle. Yeah. It it felt like you were looking and it sets, but from what I was reading, they actually shot this in a real castle. Well, and I wish they'd made use of the actual 
like geography of the place. Yeah, yeah. Like, Maybe kind of round a corner, see, oh, now we're in this room yeah, from a this couple, room. Some moving camera <laughs> shots would have been nice. I'm pretty, I don't remember if there were any moving camera shots, but I'm pretty sure everything was just static tripod shots, mm. pans and zooms, which is lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the film they're trying to make, though. No. I suppose not. not. I don't know. Maybe they're... It's, Maybe it, they were it, and they failed. <laughs> despite this, it's still entertaining. Mm. Oh, we haven't been, we haven't introduced the caretaker. The caretaker. caretaker. They're all like kind of talking to these Italian people, like introducing them to the castle, and everything. And uh, while they're moving in, and the caretaker, well, actually, they go up to her bedroom. Uh, what's her name? Barbara Crampton's, Susan's bedroom. And they're kind of like, she's like, hey, can you prepare another room to the caretaker? And she's like, prepare another room. What do you mean? She's like, for my husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like... This actually a few minutes after they've moved, like, they've been in the castle. Mm-hmm. They were having... I don't remember the, the this, like, what kind of conversations were had before this particular moment that Alan over here is describing, but I don't think any of them were that important. But there is a little bit of, like, exposition. Oh, we're moving into a castle! Yeah, uh, and the caretaker's dropping knowledge about the history the castle, yeah. I think, and, and you're kind of just not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any of you it. You can't exactly understand uh, the you, woman. Yeah, she is a, completely has an accent and is dropping in and out of Italian. <laughs> no subtitles. No subtitles at all for all the Italian, at least on what we rented. Yeah, which was. Um, a, the official version of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't want you to know. Uh, I think it's fine. You you get through. You pretty, know what's happening. For pretty, sure. There's just little pieces that you just go. Pretty often, like the long the long Italian scenes are happening, like in the the bar scene later on and stuff. They like immediately um, would explain in English what yeah. was just said. So you kind of have to hear the conversation twice, once in Italian and then once in the English translation for the rest of the characters. Which is well, they mostly do it as well with another character who's presumed to not know Italian. Italian. Mostly Jeffrey Combs, <laughs> yeah, like ninety exactly. percent of the time, it's Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> um, which I don't know. That's an interesting choice, writing-wise, to like. Yeah, they do it. They do it fine. You know, it doesn't. Uh... It pulls you out a little bit. You're like, yeah, you're, you're, you're I remember like, trying to turn on captions at one point, and yeah, then being like, there are, there are some conversations where you're like. She, she, this is a monologue. Like, yeah. <laughs> the wow. monologue in Italian, like no subtext or yeah. subtitles, and uh, yeah, <coughs> yeah, or subtext, <laughs> no subtext, no context, <laughs> no text at all. Um, and that pulled me out a little bit. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, but what you get from her saying that she wants, you know. Her husband in another room. They're not sleeping together. You know. Oh, yeah. Like, who? Okay. What's going on there? You know. Yeah. You guys are gonna move into a castle together. Okay. Get your own rooms. It, it's it's a little puzzling. Um. And and the way they shot it, Jeffrey Combs and the daughter are both standing in like right behind 
them as they're having this conversation. As she's asking for this other room, and Jeffrey Combs just looks so yeah, he, dejected. Like, he can hear. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know? they're, they're within earshot. <laughs> but I mean, if you're gonna sleep in another room, you might as well spit it out there immediately, yeah. you know? But the daughter's also standing there, and I guess she's privy to the relationship, marital problems that mm -hmm. they're experiencing. But we, at this point in the film, don't know what it is. Um, we will soon find out. Uh, we, I think when we were sitting there and Jordan said uh, that she thought it was, um, they were having an affair before yes. the reveal. Yeah, and yeah. Like he had an affair. Like he cheated on her. Yeah, which we were like, oh, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. that, that's the, that it's would be- easy go-to, yeah. Yeah, that would be a reason for her to be upset with him. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we might be skipping something here, but I'm just gonna jump into the yeah. next part where- uh, Eventually, they have a conversation, and it, you find out what happened. And it's a they show you in a flashback, and it's uh, Jeffrey Combs <laughs> got drunk, and picked up both of his children, and uh, crashed, got into a drunk driving car accident, killing his five-year-old son and blinding his. Uh, his daughter, daughter, which is gasp, he's the cause of her blindness, and he killed their son, um, and he was drunk while he was driving. Yeah, and hilariously drunk. And it doesn't even, it just looks like they're driving in the car, and right when Jeffrey comes speaks, you're like, oh, he's drunk. drunk yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. great. <laughs> How he does it is so like. He's drunk, so, he does drunk so well. In he this does movie. drunk great, but like it's, uh, he acts so over, over the top. That yeah. it's like, but when he's doing drunk, it's bully. It's like, it's funny and and, and like cheesy and slocky, but like it's bully. Like that's a drunk guy. Like that's what I hope Jeffrey Combs is actually like when he's wasted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very confident. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Let's go home. Come on, kids. What did your mother say? <laughs> Just, Great. Runs to a tree, kills his fucking kid, um, blinds his daughter. And then we're back in the castle. And gasp, now we know why she's so mad at him. And I wanna say, rightfully fucking so, the dude didn't even go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's, that's not addressed. That's the thing. Um, you finally figure out that it's been nine months ago, and you're like, nine months? Like, <laughs> he's already <laughs> he's off the hook. hook. Like, like, he's okay. He's, he, they've like moved to another country together now? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? They're, they're, in, they're in Italy, and he, he seems to have no real remorse that he's the one who killed his son. He's just trying to, like, appease the wife. What's her character's name again? Susan. Susan, yeah, he's just trying to, like, schmooze her. Schmooze her, really, he, like, he's not even trying to be, like, sense, like sensitive, sensitive about it. He's like, fuck you, kind of, the whole, like, his whole attitude towards, like, why don't you Love me. His whole attitude is like, he's lonely. Like, yeah. He's just like, I'm lonely. Come please. on. Like, please. Like, anytime she even like remotely shows like warmness to him, he tries to fuck her. <laughs> he steps over the line. He's um, like, <laughs> just like so handsy. Yeah. Goes um, right for her neck. Very aggressive. Multiple times. You know. She gets him off there, smacks him. It's very acted out <laughs> i love it i love it so much it's like they like go through the motions like it's like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah it's uh my god is that uh, that was such a like awkward exchange almost every time they were in a scene together 
Oh, man. I love it, though. And, and I don't understand, like, I guess at certain points he shows some, like, like some sort of a guilty conscience. But uh, not often. Yeah. Uh, well, immediately when he starts showing a guilty conscience, he, like, goes to the bottle. And he's yeah. been sober for, you know, nine months. Nine months. Not, yeah. not very long. Like, you know, he didn't even make it a full year. Yeah, not very long. I guess it's hard, though, you know. I wouldn't know. I haven't been full-blown alcoholic yet. I <laughs> killed my five-year-old son in a drunk driving accident yeah. either. So Probably want to drink a little more after <laughs> yeah. that. I, well, I would think in, in any but sort of the reason. Yeah. In any sort of reality, though, I feel like you'd probably be in jail and wouldn't be allowed to drink ever again. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. But for somehow he escaped the, like, the reach of the law. Not even mentioned ever. Nothing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> law comes back to try to get him, though. But anyway, Carmen's so even before you find out why the daughter is blind, she's wearing headphones and like kind of like listening to a Walkman, and it's oh, yeah, Italian, yeah. and it's teaching her colors, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's saying in Italian, uh, like the blanket is blue, and it's you know it says it in Italian, and then she says it, and then it says something is green, something is yellow, yeah, and. She begins to cry during this. I didn't and put it, it together until after she started crying. Yeah, you're just like, oh, why is she crying? She's like just trying to learn Italian and she's sad about being blind or her family. But then you don't even realize that the Italian is saying colors that she cannot see. And she's crying. So this is like, I'm going to And it's it. like, a, it's weird because it's a hilarious scene, but it's very like, you know, it's sad for sure, but the way they do it, it's just like, oh, it's great. Well, okay, so they they remind you so often that she's blind, like with one of like white yeah, that with the, that's why it's funny. Yeah, and and with other characters just constantly reminding her she can't see in some of the shittiest ways you can remind someone that they're yeah. blind. Um, which I think is hilarious. Like I'm looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know? you shut up? I'm look. I'm looking for something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, cool. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, some of us are a little tally here. The the time, the amount of times the movie reminds you that the daughter is blind and cannot see. Probably more than I caught. Reminds not reminds you, but reminds her. Where a character yeah. has to remind her that she can't see. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so, but that happens, and then she is, from what I remember, inexplicably—not inexplicably, but like she's pretty much the only one that hears anything going on in the castle. Like, there's multiple times in the movie where she think like people Jeffrey are screaming hears, or hears some stuff a little later okay. for sure. A little he, bit. He hears his little boy, you know. But anyway, before that... Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Before that, uh, Jeffrey Combs and his daughter, Rebecca, <laughs> Jeffrey Combs. Uh, his name's John Riley in the film. Not John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably would have been a great addition to the film. Oh, I wish John C. Riley. Maybe if he was too. Castle Freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the movie I wish we'd watch. <laughs> That'd be a good... Yeah. Maybe a Tim and Eric bedtime stories based around <laughs> that with John C. Riley, but uh, they are looking for jewels in a bedroom, which is the same bedroom that the Duchess, that died, the Duchess in. died in, and she dropped her whip under the bed, which Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs, Combs finds, 
immediately, and his daughter's like, what is it? And he's like, good. Like, I don't remember what he says. It's, like, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. He dismisses it like it's not important. Yeah. Which and I it would, yeah, it's, I wouldn't say, you know, to my blind daughter. It's a it's, cat of nine tails. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so a, it's cool. A, it's a whip used for sexual torture. <laughs> yeah, could be. It could be. She didn't use it for that, or maybe she did. We didn't get the. You origin. got one little glimpse. <laughs> one little glimpse of the torture. Yeah, just as one day in Castle Freak's life. <laughs> but anyway, so he's looking around for jewels. He keeps on looking. She's just sitting there, um, and she starts hearing scratching, and she's like, "Daddy, you hear that scratching?" And he's like. Shut up, I'm looking for, for something. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't hear anything. Um, and then she, she sits there and actually asks again, but daddy, I hear scratching. And she, she says it a couple of times, Yeah. which to which he reminds her, I said, I'm looking for something. Yeah, and he's like looking at photographs. Or I'm looking at something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which that is time, that's that better. Time. I'm looking at, at something. something. <laughs> that is like even worse way to put it. Like. I'm looking at something. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, like, uh, the fact that he's also the one who blinded her makes it even worse. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't think the movie cared or was aware that they were doing that, but <laughs> I wish they were. <laughs> if they were, it's pretty subtle. It's, uh, it's subtle in its like just in your faceness, like like. Yeah. The movie doesn't seem like it's... It's like a subtle it, movie. It's like a callback or something. No. Like they keep, it doesn't seem like it's a theme that they're trying yeah, to, it was, like... It feels like more like bad writing or lazy writing. <laughs> like it feels, like, yeah, it feels exactly. like... They didn't try to do that. Yeah, they didn't think about, like, the implications of that. Definitely but. not. They were trying to write a great movie. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Half. Half good. Yeah. Half is good enough. I'm, I'm, we'll say the visual effects team... Well, they they yeah. are successful. Optic Nerve. Uh, I don't know exactly everything. I don't know a huge horror buff, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty big. Company. I've heard of them before too. Yeah. Uh, we we will have more information on them. At, uh, yeah, maybe. maybe maybe we don't fucking care that much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that we're gonna watch another. If we movie. do more horror movies, yeah, yeah there's gonna be probably. another movie. <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll watch another Stuart Gordon movie, and I have a feeling they probably did more than one of his oh, yeah. special effects. So. Yeah, I think they've done all of them. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'll look them up one day. We'll talk about it, but <laughs> not right now. <laughs> so what she goes. The daughter here scratching, and she kind of starts following it while he's still looking around. Oh, yeah. I don't remember exactly where she goes, but she goes she, like, to some door. She like, walks out into the next room, and then it's like there's weird things, like clown things hanging from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. They okay. make like, a point of her bumping into them, and it's yeah. like, ah, oh, excuse then, me, sir. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is like setting up the fact that Castle Freak keeps sneaking up on her and just like briskly, like. Yeah. bringing his hand near Well, neck. running into a hanging puppet if you're blind. I mean, you can't see it, so you don't know what it is. It's just a floor, lumpy... Yeah. <laughs> like, it could be freaky to me. Yeah, it'd be very weird. Just something to hit your face. Yeah. Um, very plushy. But directly after she does hits this plushy doll, she uh, opens a door and a cat runs out. It's the cat. It's the cat. It's, it's the, the cat from earlier. Yeah, it's the cat from earlier. Um, totally fine. So how much time has passed? Obviously not you know? long. Like it's, it's only been enough time, like for them to find out and, and get there with all their shit. But not enough time for the cat to have starved to death. Exactly. The yeah. cat 
has a supply of food that's not mentioned. Yeah. It's just, it's still... And it's fine. And apparently it's been locked in a room. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but... Um, uh, yeah, who the fuck did that? Well, yeah. someone had to move the body. <laughs> True. <laughs> the Duchess. But the, the, why would they lock, just lock a cat in a room? It's a big they castle. They didn't, you know, that cat... They, and we're constantly away. being told how big that castle is. <laughs> yeah. It's a big castle. They really don't even take a tour of it right when they get there. You know, no, it's they, taking a while. There's it a, makes sense if it's a very big castle. You know, they, what did the police say later on? That there's 135 rooms in that castle, and I think we only saw five of them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, they kind of stay in the same little corner of that of this huge <laughs> castle. Uh, but yeah, so the cat runs out, and she somehow immediately knows it's a cat, and starts going kitty. Yeah. Where? What's? Where are you going? Come here, kitty. Follows it out and into another door, and and then and starts going downstairs. And she's like, "What are you doing, silly? Get back here!" Like, yeah, chasing. Go the cat. other way. <laughs> but she's gonna you know, continue to follow the cat. Yeah. Um, goes all the way down, down these stairs. Uh, slips on like a slope. Like yeah, just like slips, down. just uh, on something. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Trips more so, and then rolls what appears <laughs> to be across flat ground for a pretty good. Oh yeah, she does roll. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. She's just rolling. Yeah, that's good. Hot dog style. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, scuffs up her knee. Um, yeah. Oh, you fucking cat! <laughs> like, she yeah. Blames the cat. You silly cat! I'm hurt now. Yeah. And uh, follows the cat all the way up to Castle Freak's door. And obviously she can't see, um, but somehow knows the cat ran into that room, despite mm -hmm. it being yeah. closed. Can't see that there's an opening in the bottom, so I would have no context that the cat's in there. Um, I don't think you're giving blind people enough credit. <laughs> she's recently blind. Let's just put it that she's yeah. nine months now. They didn't want for the scene to go her, you know, Discovering the hole and looking through it or something, you know, that wasn't the point. Yeah. Oh, well, you should, yeah. Cat goes under the door. Castle she, Freak's in there. Yeah. But she's calling out for the cat and the cat's not coming and Castle Freak's waking up and he's, he's realizing someone's outside and then she gives up on trying to get the cat and I, I think, think he's woken up earlier even. Was he already awake? I think he woke up earlier and, but even before she goes down there, he breaks his thumb off. No, no, that's that happens after. That happens after. That happens after. So she, I think she wakes him up, and then uh, she leaves after not being able to. Cat. cat is in there, and he's free. And he actually is in there, and then the cat comes to follow her, and he gets about. He gets this front two paws out the door, and then almost gets out, and then Cat's freak grabs him by the tail and rips him back in. Yeah, which is a real shot, and, uh, and it's a real cat know. being ripped back into a door. It sucks if you like cats. Yeah. <laughs> if you like to see that. Yeah. But I'm sure that cat was fine, you know. The real cat was, but the cat in the movie <laughs> was one massive bite taken out of its middle section, covered in blood, gets thrown on the floor like a wet mop. And not even like, not even like, he took one bite and the cat is immediately soaked in blood. Like the all, all of the it's fur like red cat, is basically. dark red. Yeah. It's a red bloody gash right in the middle. Wet cat. And, and you're just like, wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Castle Freak is eating a piece of the cat. I guess the, the piece he ripped off and then decided not to eat the rest. He doesn't um, need a lot of food. He yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. he just needs a bite. He's just a strong motherfucker. Yeah. And, and then he proceeds to brew, like, 
I think we caught upstairs and they're like, where were you? And they notice she's hurt and they go through all that. But the next time we see Castle Freak, which is really soon, he breaks his thumb to get out of the handcuffs he's in. And which as he's pushing them off of his hand, knocks his thumb off. Yeah, like he like bites his thumb, I think first, and then breaks a little bit. And then it just like oozes off of his hand when he's taking the handcuff off. Yeah. And it's, it, a lot of the effects in this movie, I must say, are not like comedically gross. They're like just like they're pretty, actually they're good pretty, effects. They're good effects. And they're it pretty disturbing. Yeah, you you don't want to see it too much. No, it was <laughs> but fucking it's, gory. You know, it looks good. So, like I said, the visual effects in this movie are not subpar. They're good. Yeah, they do a very good job. <laughs> I'm not like going overboard, but like doing some shit that. I mean, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I, I would be impressed if I saw that in an actual good movie. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, they, it's the most believable thing about this film is yeah. the gore effect that they have. If I saw Leonardo DiCaprio, same effect. I'd be like, I'd probably be more upset. It'd be way more upset. He would sell that shit. Oh, he'd sell, he would sell so that good. shit. <laughs> God damn it. What was he in? That's like Castle Freak, uh, The Man in the Iron Mask. Oh my God. <laughs> That fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't remember that movie having too much uh, gore in it, but. Uh, no, not at all. Yeah. That movie's the most, like, it's the most star ridden but unsuccessful. Are there three musketeers in that one? Yeah. Yeah. John Malkovich. Oh, yeah! <laughs> John Malkovich does not fit in. No. 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 That's so weird. Yeah, it's a weird movie. <laughs> it's a really weird movie. Oh my god. Um, maybe we'll have to do that one day. Like that oh might be a movie God. to do. Yeah. On this. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll be back to you with a full analysis of Man in yeah, the Iron we'll Mask. Yeah, we'll have to find we'll have to find a, a good enough reason to do it. But yeah. maybe it's not very good. You know. But that's I guess a like good enough reason to do it is you have John Malkovich and Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> DiCaprio's playing two characters. That's true. DiCaprio is good enough for you know, we we can talk about it for sure. Sure, yeah. Um, well back to Castle Freak. Um, well actually before we go back to Castle Freak, I'm gonna get another beer. Okay. That'll be like a nice little us talking about uh, uh, Man in the Iron Mask. It's a good, like, we can cut this part. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. Because I'm going to have to take this off. It's going to get gross. Yeah. Sounding. I like this. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Once you, like, get in the swing of things, it's easy. Yeah, it's really easy. I was, like, scared about that. I was like, oh, is this going to be, like... <laughs> it has its moments where you're like, oh, God. Maybe we just, like, lean into the conversational aspect of it. Like, yeah. Let's just, feel, like, instead of, like, talking to people, let's just, like, try to talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. It just takes, like, takes getting used to, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, It'll get better. The more we do this. I think, honestly, that dead area where we just, like, stop for a little while, yeah. we should just, like, put a sound effect in there or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll fill that with something. <laughs> yeah. We, we could, like, speed up and, like... Like, um, uh, 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 and then just like okay. back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, welcome back. We'll play with it. Yeah, we'll cut this little section out where we're retiring now. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've already done 45 minutes. Um, and then we'll. Uh, uh, Should we say welcome back? Yeah. We'll, we'll do our fake advertisement. Yeah. We can think of one. We're.
46 minutes, by the way. So, all right, let's go. Yeah, it's maybe 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 it was an hour and a half long, like hour and a half, two hours is a fun little. Number. It doesn't matter how long yeah. it is, you yeah. know. Just go go yeah. till you till you're, you're done. done. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. And welcome back to Coming of Age. All right, we're talking about Castle Freak, and Castle Freak is loose. Yeah, we are. We he has escaped the dungeons. Um, he broke through the door. Very strong. And, yeah, <laughs> the strongest. Very strong man. He eats two pepperones and a piece of bread. And, and one little strip of a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it, as Castle Freak has uh, managed his escape, um, some things have been going on upstairs with the, um, what is their last name? Uh, Riley? The Rileys. No, the, the Rileys. Rileys. Those Wiley Rileys. Better name for the film. <laughs> the Wiley Rileys? <laughs> um, well, let's see. What, what happened after she left? She, she, the mother like, finds her and is over, like, so concerned about yeah. her well-being. Like, Despite, oh my God, what are you doing like, in our house? I mean, it's yeah. castle. But She's like, like shocked to see <laughs> yeah. her. Um, She's but like, okay, you could have gotten hurt, and she goes, "Oh, I, you know, I kind of did." Yeah. <laughs> she like pulls up her dress, and she's, she's bleeding. Just bleeding. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, what the?" Yeah, and then Jeffrey Combs comes running up, going, "Oh my God, I couldn't find you. Where have you been?" And the mother immediately takes it out on him. Susan is immediately like, "You're a horrible father, John. You should have kept a better eye on her. This is your fault." And you kind of start to see how she, you know, blames him for hit. The son, her son's death, and it's blaming him now for anything that goes wrong, um, which is reasonable, <laughs> I think. Yeah, because uh, he is responsible for her, their son's death, and he didn't get in trouble for it. Um, and he's responsible for her wandering off and not knowing where she's going as well. Yeah, he was looking at something and told her to shut up. <laughs> yeah, because he blinded her. <laughs> yeah. So he's the cause. You're, you're starting to see the picture we're painting about the character that is John Riley. Yeah. Yeah, but he's the most likable. <laughs> he's Jeffrey Combs. That's why. He's Jeffrey Combs <laughs> acting as this person. So that's you like him because he's Jeffrey the Combs. delight. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like if Jack Nicholson was this character, you'd be just be like, I'll still like him. Yeah. <laughs> you still like Jack Torrance. You still like the guy he used in The Departed. Yeah. Jack Torrance is a dick before he goes crazy. <laughs> and you're like, he's like John Riley a little bit. Except John Riley, like, people think he goes crazy, but he doesn't. And Jack Nicholson, Jack Torrance, actually goes crazy. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's a way better movie. <laughs> but that's better than, than like Castle Freak? That's better than like any movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one for sure. I'll have to watch that one this month as well. It's the month of October, if you didn't know, it's October 2nd. And, yes, uh, and uh, we uh, will be watching many horror films. All uh, These will be coming out in the coming months, so you're not going to hear these in October, but the first four episodes are going to be horror movies. Yeah, well, you think. can. I think when Halloween ends, you kind of want it back anyway, so. Yeah. You want to stay in that. November is pretty, pretty good for horror, yeah. too. Yeah. Residual horror. Yeah, you're watching the, the, the ones you couldn't make it to in the month of October. You know, the, the, the terrible you like, sequels. man, Halloween was so fucking fun. You still have your, it's like the equivalent of still I wearing I wish I could costume. dress up again. Yeah. But I'll just watch these movies. And rip it is. And plan for next year. Yeah. Yeah, which never happens. No. Not for me. No, never. I, a lot I, of people do very well. 
Jordan. I do. Really good I do it. all right in the last three days. <laughs> yeah, I'm a month on. This is the earliest I've started preparing for a costume. I've I've only got a couple of the pieces. But I'll like get an idea, but then it's just boom, like yeah. fucking time. What are you doing for Halloween? Uh, I think I'm going to be a baseball fury from the Warriors. Oh yeah. Yeah, I am searching for. I think I have the hookup on a baseball uniform. Nice from someone. Like the long sleeve one. Doesn't necessarily have to be long sleeve. It could be short sleeve, and I could still wear like you know the thing underneath. I think all of them have like the the short sleeve with the like, like white yeah white, white long like sleeve. long sleeve yeah yeah we wouldn't necessarily have to do that but I think I would the roller skates right no Those no no they're just dressed up like baseball uh, players yeah. and they have painted faces yeah and I'm trying to pick which face because I, I don't think I want to do the green the main guy green with like the big yeah the big uh, circle on his eye but I really like like there's a poster you know. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I look at the poster all the fucking time. <laughs> and there's one with a red face, red and white face, and he looks fucking great. That'd be a good one. I just love him, his look. It's awesome. Nice. And face paint is too much fun. It's so much fun. So I gotta do another one. I'll probably do a face paint costume next year. Like, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna be Patrick Bateman. Oh, how yeah. are you gonna do that? Um, I'm getting the, the suit put together from thrifting, and then I'm gonna get the the raincoat, the oh like okay, the, and then do the blood splatter oh, on my face. Have an axe and have an axe. axe, yeah, yeah, um, and a real then, axe at the bar. I'm gonna get a rubber axe because the fucking plastic axes are garbage. Yeah, the spirit of always. If you hit anyone, like they break. They're horrible. I want a rubber. I want to hurt someone. I just don't want to like kill someone. You know. I, I just want to have it weight to the, the prop. Like, I don't want some, like, airy piece of garbage yeah. that I'm going to throw away afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, the reason I want a good axe, too, is because I'm going to do, like, a double costume. I'm going to do, a, I'm going to do Jack Torrance if I can find the jacket because I got everything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and just be, like, for the different Halloween does, like, kind of, like, go on a weekend. It's, like, on a Tuesday or something. Oh, it's on a Tuesday, but and then, then Mosey's, like... That earlier weekend, people are going to be doing Halloween yeah. every day. And the week before that, we're throwing our Halloween party. Yeah, so... So good. Yeah, so I'm going to do one of those costumes then, the other one then, so... Uh, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Love Halloween. It's the best. <laughs> Back to this fucking movie that we watched. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So Castle Freak, eventually, <laughs> yeah, uh, is roaming through the castle at night, sneaks into Rebecca's room, yeah, and uh, just being a super, super fucking creepy guy. He like pulls her, does he pull her comforter back? And yeah, he tries to then, pull her sheet back. Yeah, and then it's just kind of like touching her face a little bit with his weird hands and being really. HP Lovecrafty. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> There's a lot of weird sexual like stuff in his just work. stuff. Yeah, just weird. Like you're like, oh, that's, uh, hmm. yeah. I guess that so. makes somebody horny. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird part is it probably does. <laughs> oh, it absolutely does. But um, well, he's yeah. being weird. She wakes up 
and is like, who's there? And he's just like standing there like, oh shit, like, oh, uh-huh. just kind of trying to be quiet. I can't remember exactly what happens if he makes a noise or what, but she... She hears him she and gets hears him. He has the chains still. Yeah, from his, like, yeah. He's like got all the chains from when he was tied to the wall or whatever. Yeah, and she starts screaming. He and, runs out. Well, well, she starts spinning around. Like really frantically screaming, like I'm pretty like he like touches her when she stands up and she starts spinning and he he dips out and yeah. then Jeffrey Combs <laughs> immediately slides in. Yeah, it's like they both went in and out no, of the door at the same, same time. time. Like there's like maybe a second between the the, yeah. the exiting of Castle Freak and the entering of John Riley. Direct Stuart Gordon's work. Finest work. work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right when Castle Free goes out that door, you come running in. We don't got any. What's time. wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> what happened? Oh, so he comes in and is oh, obviously he's trying to be the overly concerned parent because he. I'm sure he's trying to save his image with his wife. I'm like, I was there first. I'm yeah. checking on her. Um, he might be concerned. You know, I'm sure he's a little concerned. I honestly <laughs> think he's a selfish prick. Like, yeah. that's my uh, reading of the character because um, of what happens later. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. Which we will talk about. He's a great man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the mom comes in from down the hall. Hers is probably the most realistic response time in the whole yeah, situation. For sure. Um, Their bedrooms are not close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she. I forget exactly what happens, she, but there the daughter's like, "There's someone was here," and she's like, "No one was here," you know, yeah. like what? You, I heard something, and then they're like, "It's a, it's a castle." Yeah, you'll hear things. Castles make noises at night. Yeah, which is what the police tell them <laughs> the, the next day. The, literally, that's the line. Castles make noises at night. Yeah, they're like, "We're not going to search this whole fucking castle." Which is huge. Like, why don't you do it? That's the one. We're not going to search this castle. There's 135 rooms. I think that's what they say. So yeah. then you learn how many rooms there are in this massive castle, and reminded once again that the castle is massive, and <laughs> the, and then they're the worst police ever. Because they just completely disregard. They don't want to hurt these fucking Americans. They don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. Do you hear a noise in your in your, your castle? castle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in a hovel on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Um, but uh, also we can't quite remember. Castle Freak gets out. He he gets to the top of the stairs. I think it's right when he gets out. He gets to the top of the stairs and starts looking at himself in the mirror. Yeah, and, he, and then he breaks the mirror after he's seeing seen, how... Yeah, that was right safe. before like the scene where he's sneaking into her room. I, I don't know, because I think, I think it Jeffrey is Combs comes running immediately across the courtyard, and then he's like, yeah. something broke it. And it's I think it's right after he breaks into her room. Because when he breaks into her room, everyone's asleep. Okay. I, I honestly can't remember the exact <laughs> timeline of events, but it's uh, Doesn't not important. Yeah. yeah, which is the fun, best part about this movie. <laughs> um, all of these events basically lead to uh, no one believing that there's anyone in the house. Yeah, warped wood. <laughs> this yeah, wood. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what he says about the mirror. The mirror broke. It's warped. Yeah, it just warped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. Yeah, but um, uh, eventually, like after all of this stuff happens, Jeffrey Combs hears some stuff in the middle of the night, some of the chains, and he goes running down into the basement for the first time. I think it's he hears the boy's voice. 
like crying. Well, first well. we got to mention <laughs> that he finds the the cellar with the wine. Yes, that was that was early on. I, I think he <laughs> finds that and then cuts his hand. Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention all that because I think that's important later. And the set that room is important later. The the wine room that he's now aware of, and and he's the alcoholic. And there's this huge temptation that he has that he you know right below his feet. And, yeah, um, there's a whole just a lots of Italian wine I mean, down there. Lots. Like, yeah, it, it's enough to keep you sufficiently drunk for most of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you just want money, that, that's. They're probably worth a lot of money. They look Can't old. imagine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, at some point, Jeffrey Combs hears, the, is it a boy's voice? I think it is. Because I, I remember being like, all right, what the fuck? Like, now Castle Freak sounds like a little boy? Yeah. But it's just something kind of in his head. I don't it, remember. It, like, has symbolism, but, like, it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... It, but it, whatever it is, it all culminates in Jeffrey Combs finding... Uh, Giorgio's uh, like tomb, basically. Yeah, like his grave marking and like where his where he was buried in their catacomb dungeon area. Yeah, which and Giorgio is the boy that the caretaker mentioned was. Yeah, the, uh, he's been the Duchess's brief, son. He's been briefly mentioned. The the like you said, the caretaker said that told them early on in the movie, the first time they meet the her. Maid, the caretaker, whatever the fuck she is. <laughs> I, I forget what she calls herself. I think she yeah. refers to herself as a maid and a caretaker at a certain point in the, at certain points in the movie. But she says uh, uh, that the Duchess had a son and that son died and she's been living here by herself ever since. Mm-hmm. And um, she's angry at the father for abandoning the family or something along those lines. And that's early on and you don't really get the name I don't remember ever hearing the name Giorgio until after they find. Yeah, it the might tomb. have been though. It just sounded like Italian though. Yeah, and I kind of <laughs> turned like, out. Giorgio, Giorgio. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Anyways, so he finds that, and there's a picture of Giorgio on the, like right beside. Uh, it's like one of those um, walls that has caskets inside of it in yeah. different. They're like sealed in different sealed in holes. And uh, there's a picture right outside by his uh, tombstone, and it looks a lot like John Riley's son that supposedly he killed. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. He uh, Castle Freak sneaks in right behind and is hiding behind a tomb as well. Yeah, and he's spying on and John Riley. Yeah, watching so, him like look at this grave mm-hmm. um, and freak out. Per- Pretty basically, just like start going. I think he starts calling, going JJ, JJ, Jerry, Jerry, and then yeah. like he starts like crying really over the top, and <clears throat> and then the wife shows up. Well, she, he cuts to later, like the next day or something, and he sees the wife, and he's like, "I have to show you something." Okay, and then he brings her down there, and the picture's gone. Yeah, it's like ripped off. Like yeah. you can like see <laughs> some of the picture still there. <laughs> it's completely ripped off. And she's like there's no picture here. He, despite the fact that there was obviously yeah. a picture there. But still you would be he was like it looked exactly like our son. And then yeah, and then he starts saying JJ was here and yeah. the ghost of it's JJ his ghost, here, his spirit, spirit is here. Yeah. And she's like you're crazy. Yeah. You have to get over it. It's actually probably the ser- most serious scene in the film and it uh, Approaches the closest thing to like actual yeah. real drama. You killed him. 
I wish it was you instead. Yeah, she tells him she wishes he he would have died. It's, and he says me too, you know, but he's he just seems like he's going along with, you know. Yeah. He doesn't seem sincere yeah. at all yeah. cuz he hasn't showed really any remorse. He's just a mess. Happened. Yeah. Just, he's apparently just an alcoholic mess. Yeah. Um but after this, it, he gets upset, and he, I think he, in this scene, he also tries to do another, in, misinterprets her, like, being gentle towards him as, I want to fuck. And then he tries <laughs> to fuck her on the grave in the room. I remember saying something about, like, they're, they're literally fucking, like, he's trying to fuck her on the grave, yeah. like, aggressively. And she's like, back the fuck off. Pushes that motherfucker off there. That's what spots the, like, you, I wish you had died thing. Or, like pushes her to say it um and then he leaves in anger and i think the next time we see him he's in town in a bar wasted yeah and well this, you, you see him show up to the bar and order a drink and then he says keep right. him coming yeah and then jump cut to him had him kept on coming <laughs> this is my favorite part of the whole favorite movie. part of the movie it's amazing <laughs> It's so great. Jeffrey Combs acting very fucking wasted <laughs> and hilariously. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, it's the it. best. It's the best. It's so good. I can't describe it. I w wish I could. Yeah, I wish I could do an impersonation, but there's no, there's nothing to do. There's, yeah, it, you, you just have to watch it. Yeah, you're literally going to have to watch yeah. it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's worth it to see this sequence. Because he's he is so funny, and then he's fantastic. The fucking this this assumed hooker, you know, looks like a sex worker, comes up to the bar as well, and uh, yeah, I guess. he's like, "Hey, you want a drink? Like, what are you drinking?" Orders her a drink. She was she like kind of teases him silent. Yeah, she's looking at him. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's like rubbing on his back. Yeah, and he's drunk. He's like, "All right, lady here." Yeah. Like, you want a drink? Anything you want. It's on me. He's got a so, glass of whiskey still. And so yeah. the bartender pours her a drink and he hilariously chugs his whiskey, asks the bartender for another. The bartender just holds open. Says no uh, dialogue at all. Yeah, holds up a not quite empty bottle of Jack Daniels and starts pointing to it like I'm out of Jack Daniels. I well, there's, a, there's not a full shot. But there's still a little bit left. But he's trying to, the point of it is him saying, like, there's... You're, uh, you've been drinking a lot. And I'm out of Jack Daniels, which I don't believe that the bar would have run out. Like, that was the only bottle of Jack Daniels in the bar. There wasn't another It happens, bottle. Chase. You don't know who was there the day before or earlier that day. <laughs> I guess. You know, maybe they, they ran out. Or Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> um, they're running wild in Italy, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> you got to visit. Um, um, so he orders another, doesn't get it, and just kind of drunkenly uh, moves a certain way and spills her drink on her. And uh, the bartender's like, what the fuck? And he laughs. Jerry <laughs> Combs does a laugh. That's awesome. Like, it's so great. It's so great. And... Uh, He's like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, you know, like, you drink, like, whatever, like, and she's immediately, like, totally cool. Yeah, like, she laughs, too, I think. She's cool about it. 
She's yeah. like, oh man, this is a drunk guy. Uh-huh. Like, whatever, maybe he'll pay me money to have sex with him. <laughs> cops yes. show up, says, bar's close for you. He goes, oh, the cop from earlier yeah. who told him that he would search the castle. Yeah. Yeah. Cop says, bar's closed. You know, get going home. Uh, he gets the hooker to come along with him as well, starts going home with her. They go. Oh uh, yeah. He he tells her that he has a place they can get as many drinks as they want, all <laughs> hours of the day or night, basically. Um, and it's a cellar. It's that cellar again. It's that cellar. They go down there. You know. They open a bottle of wine and he starts pouring it. Pours <laughs> it right on her head. <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And Which I he's like, like actors, right? Actors is actors. Yeah. Act. yeah. <laughs> and he was like trying to like party or something, yeah. like pouring it in her mouth or something. She wasn't ready or like even, you know, willing, really wanted it. She or didn't anything. even have her mouth open. Yeah. And, and just... he's just like, all right, let's go, the drink. <laughs> Pours it on her. And she's like, what the fuck? Kind of like wipes it off and then she's cool again. She's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts just atta- like sucking on her neck. Yeah. He starts like, I'm sorry, let me clean that off. And then he's just sucking on her neck. Like he's tried to do to his wife, I think mm-hmm. three or four times at yeah. this point. Her um, shirt's off. Her titties are out. Yeah, uh, then he just goes down. See, <laughs> <laughs> Jim wasn't really wearing a shirt. Her shirt. Her tie it up. Her fucking <laughs> turtleneck sweater is <laughs> off now. <laughs> She, uh, and then ju- he just goes straight down. He goes straight yeah, down immediately to, to eat her pussy. Cause yeah. he, he loves, he's a, he's, he loves he's a giving kind of guy. I yeah. Guess. He's a giving man. And, uh, you know, Jeffrey, you shouldn't always be so giving to, you yeah, know, to prostitutes. To prostitutes. <laughs> uh, it's, probably not, prostitutes it's probably not a great thing. idea, yeah. but she was nice. Um, seemed like a very passionate moment between them. Yeah. And then he, he finally culminates the uh, the sexual interaction yeah. with actual sex. Also, I think, again, Castle Freak has snuck in and is watching this. He's watching... Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. He's watching him eat her out, and that becomes important later. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, in the, one of the most disturbing scenes in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's watching them have sex, look, peering through like a wine cart or something at the other end of the room. Uh <clears throat> And they finish, and then he immediately, Jeffrey Combs is immediately like, oh my god, I should, what have I just done? I just murdered my son, blinded my daughter, moved my family to Italy, and then fucked a prostitute in the basement while late my, the rest of my family sleeps upstairs. Yeah. That's what I imagine is running through his head as he tells her to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great guy. Uh, he pays her, though. Pays her some oh, money. Yeah. There's a little weird exchange with that yeah. as well. Um, he hands her the money and then mm. she... But you can't understand how it's Italian, so you don't know exactly what's going on. But it seems that she wants less money than yeah. he's like, her. I, I'm not sure if he was, she she was seems trying to... a little confused. Like, he gives her just a lot of cash and then she, like, makes a gesture and says something in Italian that seems like she either wants to give him back some money like he paid her too much or that she's asking for more you think she wants more yeah and then he goes he goes like "Ah, just keep it it." and then she goes and she smiles and you're like what (laughs) (laughs) why would she like try to give some back it was that good 
Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Is that good? He's, he's like, no, nah, it's cool. It's cool. All right, all right. I'll keep it. Yeah. I remember where the fuck he goes. Do we, do we, she's like not she, even out. She walks out of the room and he like is like, I gotta go. And he, maybe, or he stays down there and he like keeps drinking or something and then tells her to leave and she walks out ahead of him and then Castle Freak captures her. Yes. Before he sees her and drags her into his cell and then knocks her out, I think. Yeah. And then she's unconscious. And then John, every Combs leaves the basement or whatever, isn't there anymore. And then uh, we cut to the next day. And I, I think we both assume that that hooker died. Like, yeah, the hooker her. was dead. Yeah. <laughs> we thought that he just killed her, like knocked her in the head. But that wasn't the case. No. Um, but that we weren't. That information is not revealed yet. I think that it cuts to the next day, and then there's some kind of interactions between the fan, the Rileys, and then the police show up, and they Susan answers the door, and Jeffrey Combs comes out behind her, and they're asking to talk to him about the like her that hooker because yeah, she's, she's missing, missing. Um, and she didn't come home and. Apparently she has a child, and uh, we later find out that child is the son of the police officer, and that's why he knows she's missing. And yeah, and he's the, very concerned. And the last time that they she was seen alive, she was coming to the castle with Jeffrey yeah, Combs. But he's acting life. very professional about it, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, you're the last person who saw her alive, to which Susan is not happy to find out. Yeah, she's like, you brought a fucking hooker into our <laughs> castle? Like, immediately just, you fucked a hooker while yeah. we were up here in the castle. And he's like, <laughs> but I didn't kill her. Like, she's missing. Yeah, like, I didn't do it. You got I fucked her, but I think he goes, I was lonely. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, like I that's was a justification. Okay. And take her into your side of the castle. Kept her on my side. You don't even know about this room in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> or you would probably excavate all of that wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and you wouldn't let me go down there. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um but then uh yeah, and then uh they have their fight and um he goes to see his lawyer. Ah uh, yes. In town, and then that's he where seems we, like a mobster, sure. pretty much. Yeah, and kind of like an Italian. I, I imagine is what they were probably going for. The Italian lawyer is the Italian mobster. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. But not, not a great guy. Not um, a great lawyer. No, not very loyal. <laughs> he, uh, he. We get some exposition. We find out about the 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 son of the prostitute and the relationship she has with the cop. And then Jeffrey Combs gets like a phone call or something, and then the lawyer blackmails him for whatever reason, and Jeffrey Combs is like, you're a bastard. And then <laughs> the lawyer proceeds to go, oh, I'm a bastard? Well, here's something you didn't know, and tells Jeffrey Combs all about um, who his father was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's how we find out how he got to the castle, got the castle in the first place, and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure the backstory was the Duchess married John Riley's dad and then they had a son and then John Riley abandoned her and the son to come to America uh, and she was so angry she wouldn't give him a divorce and she had that power because she was the royalty and then 
he had John Riley with a different woman, and the Duchess took Giorgio and locked him in the basement and turned him into Castle Freak. And now yeah. Giorgio is actually John Riley's brother. Yeah, exactly. And so your big reveal. Big fucking reveal. Big reveal. Fucking, I don't know exactly when, but he goes to look at Giorgio's, uh, I think it's right after that. He goes to look at Giorgio's tomb again. Well, yeah, he and gets, fucking cracks it open because he kind of has a little more. So he's like, okay, Giorgio. He gets back to his house and then his wife is like packing up to leave. And then he's like, no, I didn't do it. You got to stay. And they go to leave and the police show up and they're there to arrest him. And he just books it downstairs to prove that he's innocent by showing that the coffin's empty. Yeah. And then everyone ends up down there. And as he's like breaking open the, the tomb with this five-year-old boy supposedly in it. Yeah. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And this is hor- horrible. And then he's like, no, I'm not crazy. There's, Look, no thing nothing, in here. there's nothing in the coffin. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy's still alive. Right. He's in the castle. You have to search he's, the castle. He's actually, there's someone in the castle. Yeah. My daughter's not crazy. I'm telling the truth. It's this big flip-flop from like, please search the castle. And then they're like, they want to search the castle, castle. later because of the prostitutes is missing yeah and then he's not gonna let them search the castle and then immediately after that he's like search the castle there's something in here it's yeah. Giorgio yeah <laughs> he's still alive he didn't die 40 years ago yeah um, and they're like you're crazy and then they turn around and in Giorgio's cell they find the dead hooker and they find um, the dead housekeeper maid who we've kind of glazed over what happened there. And I think that might be a time to rewind a little bit and talk about what Castle Freak's been up to while all this other stuff was going yeah. on. Yeah. So after the police show up, we finally get to see what happened to the hooker and she's locked up in Castle Freak's room and uh, Castle Freak has tied her up and she's not dead. It's a great shot. What they do is literally like, it's another favorite part. It's really good. How they do it? Yeah. Cause they, I think it's they pan down over her, and her eyes are closed, and you look, it, you kind of think like she, she might be dead, you know? They pan down, and you see like Castle Freak there, and then they pan back up, and she's like, her eyes are open, and she's like concerned, looking at like fucking Castle Freak, or like looking yeah. around the room, like where she is, yeah. and it's like so awesome. That was the best shot. It's a great movie. shot. Yeah. There's a great use of a pan. She looks dead, and then the next, like, it pans down, and then it comes back up, and the next one, she's like, her eyes are wide open, she, her head's looking the other way, and she's terrified. Yeah. And I was like, and it's right after he's touched her, and it, that, it was the best shot in the whole movie. Yeah. For sure. It was so good. Yeah. Um, that shot alone. Yeah, that was an awesome shot. Like, great reveal. Um, and then the rest of that scene was horrifying, but great. Because um, Castle Freak proceeds to eat her out. Like, like he saw John Riley do. He's and mimicking like the actions that he saw with John, John Riley. But it like kisses her neck, but bites her instead yeah. of kisses her, and then moves down to her nipples and, and starts to lick them, and then literally rips, bites off her entire nipple, and it's one of the nastiest things I've ever seen. Just like rips it right out of the yeah. It looks mouth. pretty good. It's realistic. <laughs> <laughs> they did pretty well, which is not great to watch. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing, actually. Uh, yeah, and he's just kind of taking chunks off of her body. But then he moves on down and starts uh, doing the same thing to her 
pussy mm-hmm. and uh, and then her, her womanly area. And then you kind of see he's also like wrapped in this bed sheet that you assume that he kind of got from maybe uh, Rebecca's room. You're not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. He just wrapped in cloth. He looked great in that cloth. I yeah. loved how he looked. Yeah, I he like kind of looks like, like half uh, over his face. It's like the Elephant Man. He reminds me like he, yeah, exactly like that. But I, I kept on seeing like that. Uh, what is that Guillermo del Toro movie uh, with the guy with the Pan's hands? Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, it's like the guy with the eyes on his hands almost. Yeah, if he was like wrapped, like swaddled, because he has those big long fingers. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I can see that. And he's got those long yeah. nails that come out. Yeah, not as like extravagant or you know, well, the one- fantastical. Yeah, it's not as like he looks but more still, human. It just kind of like reminded me of that, and I was like, that looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I agree with you that I, I like the design of Castle Free. Yeah. I think that the way he looks when he's covered, weird. it's much better than him. His caveman sort of yeah, <laughs> yeah. look when he's when he's covered, he looks better because we soon see what he's like uncovered in the scene. She like rips the clothes off of him, mm-hmm. and then we <laughs> see the. Um, Oh his, my god. His um, missing dick. Yeah. Literally just a stump. It's and just his balls. You see his balls. But it's just this, like it looks like in it it's and been ripped again, off. Again, Optic Nerve did a great job. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looks oh. pretty good. You know, there's a whole subculture of people who talk about like who have theorized what happened to Castle Freak's dick and there's this it was really yeah. you found this. Yeah, I, it's a trivia thing I found, but um like uh, there's this whole story that like fans have said that he ripped off his ding dong and it was called the I think it's like the ding dong rip off plot or something. <laughs> it's literally it's like a, yeah, it's like something with ding dong. And it's it got a name, but it's like that he ripped off his ding dong and that in in that they like like they were supposed to have filmed it or something and that was like canon that he like ripped off his own dick. And then the director in like 2013 has come out and said on a podcast like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> That's not the story behind oh it. Oh my god! Might try to discredit it, but it's like an actual like the subculture of people yeah, put yeah. time and thinking about like, like we're what, cool with that. Yeah, we'll take that one. Why is it? Let's dick build gone. that one up. Yeah, but so, we made the joke that it was the sausage from the beginning that she was, was feeding, feeding him his own dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is great. I like that theory. Yeah, I do that's too. the that's the horrors of Castle Freak, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. God, there's so many questions I have about Castle Freak after seeing that and like how shit works. But yeah. like, I mean, he kind of stands outside of reason. He's been locked in a cell, supposedly chained up for 40 years, and he's like superhuman strong. Um, there was no <laughs> fantasy based explanation why he uh, would no. have even been able to survive. He was supposedly just a little boy that just got tortured a neglected for 40 child. Years. <laughs> yeah, like not even neglected, like actively abused. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which um, is honestly some of the most fucked up, like subtext, not even subtext, but like literally context yeah. you could come up with. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's dark. That's dark shit. It is. That's heavy. That that's heavy shit. That they just go. Let's just keep. Let's just <laughs> yeah. keep moving. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. That's, uh... that's <laughs> just the plot. <laughs> yeah. That's not what's important with yeah. this movie. Watch Castle Freak rape and eat this girl, <laughs> uh, and then she's like still alive. He doesn't have a dick. Somehow. Can't rape her. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that was uh it it gets graphic. Um if you don't have a stomach for that, don't watch this movie. Um 
the scene alone will make you sick if you don't like gore. <laughs> um, but then eventually, after we cut out of this scene eventually, after he's like, all of this nasty shit's been revealed, and then we come back with the maid accidentally wandering in looking for, I don't know what she was looking for. Um, at the time, she's looking for somebody, but then she wanders into the room and sees the prostitute and you think the prostitute's dead again she's yeah. covered in blood her nipples gone her eyes are open yeah she's just <laughs> staring and then she's like the, the maid goes up and is like touching her and checking on her and then you, you see that the prostitute is still alive despite everything for at least a few more moments mm-hmm. um and then castle freak shows up behind the maid and picks up his chain or whip or whatever it is and just beats her head in just fucking kills yeah, her. Yeah, pretty brutal. Yeah, and then it cuts out, and then when we finally get to see them again, it's when the police are there, and they find the dead bodies after Jeffrey Combs has had this massive freak out. Yeah. And he's screaming, that's Giorgio. He did that. That wasn't me. And they're, like, obviously, like, you're uh, insane. You're an insane person. And you've murdered you my lover. dead and boy and... is still alive in the castle. Yeah. And the policeman is very mad because that is his, uh, his baby mama. My baby mama. And, um, and the maid who was friends with other... There were other people in that room that were relatively important to the maid. Her brother. That's what it was. Yeah. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Oh, he's the lawyer. That's what it was. Uh, the, lawyer. Yeah, so the lawyer is immediately pissed. Not yeah. his lawyer anymore. Not even going to be his <laughs> very, yeah. very hostile towards him. Yeah. Um, and uh, they take him in. Take him in. And then Susan's standing there going, I don't know what the fuck to think. All right. So Jeffrey Combs, uh, John Riley, has been taken in to the police station. He's, he's there. He's, um, he's, he's away from his family who have been told by the police that they are not to leave like they originally planned. Um, so they now are stuck in the castle with Castle Freak. And they've been left with two guards to protect them and until the police figure out what the hell's going on yeah. and they interrogate John and get, and then they're going to take their statements in the morning. I think that's what the setup of that whole, this final piece of the movie um, is. And from the rest of the movie, I'm pretty sure it gets pretty violent and uh, it's pretty much nonstop because the pool, the, there's two police left guarding Susan. Two very, and, very Italian. Uh, Mario and Luigi. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we called them as we watched it. Anyways, there was one shorter fat guy and one taller skinny guy, and they uh, they look like Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Um, as cops. Yeah. Um, Defenders of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they don't beat Bowser in this movie, though. <laughs> yeah, they, Bowser definitely beats them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Mario games would be much different if they turned out like uh, what happens to this Mario and Luigi. Because <laughs> uh, pretty much the okay, so the Susan and the daughter need a glass of water. The Susan, and the, the Susan and the daughter need a glass of water. They ask them, they ask the police for a glass of water. Luigi goes to get them um, a glass of water. Um, 
gets the water, has it on a tray, all yeah, this like, stuff. Yeah, like, like a server. He's he, like, yeah, he looked like, he, like, he's been doing that a lot longer yeah. than he's been a cop. <laughs> yeah, um, <for> sure. <laughs> he's treating them very nicely. Yeah. He's good for Luigi. Yeah. Oh, Luigi. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he walks underneath, I don't know what, what it is, like a dumbbell shaft or... There's uh, like an oven, oven or, or something. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, there's a chim. Yeah. There's a chimney. And there's a, a chain hanging down and he gets cl too close to it. And guess what? It's Castle Freaking. Ooh, it's Castle Freaking. Castle Freaking. <laughs> it's Castle Freaking. Ooh. <laughs> Bert and, uh, Castle Freak fucking chokes his ass out. Oh, chokes his ass out. Uh, I would imagine <laughs> severing his head because he pulls him up and blood just starts pouring down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, which from what I understand was uh, the all the guts for the rest of the film, like any any of the brain matter you see and like any of that shit was all real brain matter and like was like actual gore. Yeah, um, which People is crazy. Who were, uh, brain donors for H.P. Lovecraft films, specifically. Yeah, for this H.P. Lovecraft film. Um, so, Luigi's dead, and then time, time passes. I'm going to donate my uh, organs to film. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, here's your license. Now, before we hand it to you, we have to ask, are you going to be an organ donor or a film organ donor? <laughs> I'd like um, my brain to be used on the next Blade Runner. <laughs> um, I need my uh, stomach to be in the next Hellraiser movie. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. My lifelong dream. Yeah. I've always wanted to be in a Hellraiser film. <laughs> Please credit my stomach. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Yeah. You got to get credit. You get credit. Yeah, if if you if you opt into the film organ donation system, you will get film credit. You will be famous for a minute. Yeah, that's your reward. Yeah, for helping us out. Yeah, for making movies more realistic. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a thing. Oh, it'll be on all of our movies. All the movies that we will never make. Yeah. <laughs> All the dreams that we have. <laughs> but, uh, okay, well, <coughs> got some brain matter, some real shit. Yeah. Um, and Luigi doesn't come back, obviously. And they're like, hey, where the fuck's the water? water. Yeah. Mario's like, ah, oh, goddammit. Like, oh, I'm Italian. I knew he's like, I'm me. sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he really <laughs> I'm was. I'm going to get up. <laughs> I'm not moving. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, he has to. So then he Mario does. goes to check on to get their water. And then uh, Susan goes back in the room. She's like talking to Rebecca, like, we're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Um, I'm pretty sure in this scene, she also reminds the daughter that she's blind. I think there's another reminder. I'm pretty sure she says, uh, the daughter says, oh, I, I'm thirsty. And the, the, the mom's like, they're looking for water. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something like that happens. Um, but then you cut back to Mario. Mario gets killed in a very similar, oh no, he walks in and Castle Freak's laying under the sheet on the floor and then he walks up to it and then it just literally oh, bites his fucking yeah. face off. Yeah. And Castle Freak goes under his sheet a couple times. There's one time when Jeffrey Combs is looking for him, going through that room. Oh my god, I forgot and about you, that. You think it's Castle Freak under this uh, 
like under sheet. this sheet. It, but the whole but you're like, sheet, but it you're, looks like furniture. But it looks like furniture, but you're like, that looks like it could be Castle <laughs> Freak. <laughs> but you're like, it, that's not it just Castle looks Freak. like an awkward because chair. it looks it looks too funny. Yeah. Like it totally. It's just a, a bad chair. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then it, the next shot, Jeffrey comes, walks out of the room, and then he just stands up out of, <laughs> like, it was the Castle Freak. It wasn't a bad chair. And I, oh my God. It's so funny. <laughs> I loved that so much. Yeah, it was the best. Um, that was earlier in the film. We, I completely forgot about that scene. Oh, was that earlier? It might have been. I, I thought it was during this whole like, like chase. Yeah, because yeah. right what a Scooby Doo moment yeah. in Castle Freak. It's like people exchanging end. rooms in a castle. Yeah, and they're just like, running through away from people in rooms. Could have changed the music, and it, it would be very. It would be like Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we didn't mention John Riley. Uh, while all of this is happening with Mario and Luigi is uh, in in the police precinct or whatever, and then. He, uh, he gets into a he he angers the police officer that uh, was with the hooker, and then he says um, he says I uh, what does he say I didn't blah, blah, blah I fucked her he says did, we didn't make love I fucked her <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah and then uh, which causes the police officer to strike him, and then his buddies carry him out of the room, and then Jeffrey Combs gets up, grabs a police baton, <laughs> yeah, and decides to all the police have left. Yeah, the room. He's, he's leaving. <laughs> and yeah. He's yeah. All he, right, cool. Lets himself out, and then knocks out the guy who hit him in the face earlier. As he, that guy tries to walk back in the room, and then he gets out a window and runs back to the castle. I guess like, they don't really show you. Yeah, yeah. They're very um, close. It's a small Italian yeah. town. Yeah. He just, he's, the next time we see him, he's in the castle. <laughs> um, and at this point, Castle Freak has killed Mario and Luigi, broken into Susan and Rebecca's room. Chasing and them around. He's chasing them around. And they've been running through the whole castle, getting away from him. And this is where the movie kind of turns into Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, all mean, the it, camera angles are placed so you can see the lack of genitalia for Castle Freak or oh, his yeah. like, or his asshole. Or his small butt. Yeah. As he's running upstairs or yeah. uh, running towards them or like this actor. Yeah. I hope he was a very pleasant man on it's set. A lot of low angle <laughs> dick hanging shots. Yeah. But there's no dick hanging. There's so. a lot of great jokes to be had in that kind of <laughs> attire. <laughs> So I really hope there was, they had a really good time so, on set. Yeah, it took them six hours to put that makeup on them every day. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like a lot of work for that movie. I hope they filmed three days. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so that all happens. Jeffrey Combs shows up. They all run out to the roof. Jeffrey Combs gets into a fight with Castle Freak. All, like, seemingly gets defeated and then Castle Freak's about to kill Susan and Rebecca and then Jeffrey Combs, lo and behold, isn't dead quite yet, grabs the chain, jumps off the roof, which he'd been contemplating doing earlier. Yeah. Um, and then pulls Castle Freak down with him and they're both laying on the ground, dying or dead. And which then immediately Susan and Rebecca teleport down. Yeah. <laughs> They're downstairs with They're downstairs Jeffrey Combs. In the, from the massive castle. They got all the way down there. Yeah. And he's still alive, but barely. And he tells 
Rebecca that he's sorry and he loves her and she and says she, she, she forgives says him she and she loves him, she loves him. Which I don't think and is quite like, earned. Or even characteristic of her. Yeah. No. Know, I mean, it, you know, it is death. I get, I get maybe. It's, yeah. it's also a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the whole movie, she's had pretty good reason and been pretty strong feelings about not liking him anymore. Yeah, and wishing he was dead. And the last thing, the last real interaction they had was like a like a just a whole slew of just onslaught of uh horrible news for her he's had an affair while she's in the house he's maybe murdered brutally a hooker the hooker that he had the affair with and the maid he's losing his mind and screaming and then the next time she sees him he's pulling this monster off the roof and yeah, dying believing and, in ghosts yeah <laughs> it's there's no reason for her to forgive him no he's like oh He's a crazy man dying. Yeah. But uh, it's Castle Freak was real, at least. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tough life. So, yeah. And then the film has a nice little ending with them carrying the coffin out to the car. Yeah. Um, while, the, while they're loading their luggage. The women the also uh, at, dressed very well for a funeral. Yeah. Pretty good. Carrying stylistic suitcases. Uh, shit. Carrying suitcases. <laughs> so like having the funeral uh, procession down the like ramp of the castle, like the driveway of the castle, and loading up the body, and they're also packing their bags to just leave the castle yeah, <laughs> at the, the same, same time. time, same exact time. There was there's no way that they could wait to load the car or have the funeral. It had to happen all at once. Yeah. And how much shit do they move into that castle? Nothing at all, really. They've been there for like two days. Not even. Yeah. And they were there. They brought what only they could bring in a car. And like, what is their fucking, what is the rest of the Riley family's life like? You yeah. know, if, what was stuff. it like before? <laughs> What's it going to be like now? You know, he, the patriarch's dead. The, he killed the son. He blinded the daughter. Now all that's left is a blind daughter and a horribly like uh, emotionally disturbed mother mm -hmm. after everything that's happened. The kid had it the best. And he got out early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got out of that shit show real yeah, fast. For sure. Jesus. Well, it, it ends on a shot of the police officer with the daughter and then the woman's face. Just like, it was a very serious ending for yeah. the movie that it was. Like, uh, it was it was definitely taking itself seriously. Mm -hmm. Castle Freak, you, you almost think at the beginning of the film that maybe the film is going to be about the blind girl, this is what I thought, because she was like, okay, she's blind, he's a freak. Maybe there's going to be sort of a, uh, you know, kind of her feeling his... Yeah, know, and like falling in love with the... It's like a Beauty and the Beast Beauty kind and of the thing, Beast, but or she's like, blind. Maybe not even falling in love, but just like understanding him Yeah, like so. giving, accepting him and like but integrating him. out, he's you. just a fucking freaky sexual murderer. murderer. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I thought I was going to feel compassion for Castle Freak. Not at all. Yeah, this isn't the Elephant Man. Nope. Like, it, it makes you think for a minute, it's going to be something like the Elephant Man, and then it's nothing like the no. Elephant Man, which I think we knew going into it. Uh, based on Stuart Gordon's or other work and the yeah. inclusion of H.P. Lovecraft's name. Does get um, very murdery. Yeah, rapey, murdery, uh, gory. Um, yeah, it's a lot of things. A lot of things. It's not subtle. No. Um, no, no. But it's, that's, that's fine, it's no. entertaining. It's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. This film is great. I honestly kind of want to watch it, you know, maybe another couple months or so. 
Maybe, maybe later this <laughs> yeah. month. Maybe with like more people. <laughs> Go back, yeah, for sure. With a bigger audience of friends would be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be fun to watch. Because um, we had a good time. We had a good time watching mm-hmm. it. We were laughing. And, and Definitely watch it. If you listen to this whole podcast and you haven't watched that movie, then that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. I don't you know probably, why. You probably won't even want to watch, like, listen to this after you watch this yeah, movie. Yeah. So. I don't know why you're you listening to this You don't even know what now. we're talking about. This isn't even the entertaining part. And we, I don't know if we did a very good job like bringing you through it if you've never seen the movie before. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we did a thorough job. Hit all the... We definitely hit all the beats. <laughs> <laughs> we relive this movie verbally now. Yeah. Man, it was a good time. It was a great time. It was fucking hilarious. We'll do this almost every time. Um, if, you, if you like this, like this style, if you want to hear... A movie being recounted to you with some observations thrown in. Yeah, from us. From us. You like us? Me? Him? <laughs> you don't have to like me. <laughs> you have to like us, but you know. Um, I, think... I won't read the comments. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, fuck you and your opinions. I don't care if you listen to this or not. <laughs> yeah, our names are on it, so... <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we're watching next week. I think we've discussed in the mouth of madness, right? Yeah, we have. I think we should do it. I think we should too. John, Car- a nice palate cleanser. We'll do a good horror movie and a bad horror movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Both H.P. Lovecraft, both funny and and crazy. Um, I've seen in the mouth of madness before. I have not. Um, so I know what we're getting into, <clears throat> and to an extent, I haven't watched it with anybody, and it's been a little while since I've seen it, so. It'll be fun little refresher. Hell yes. Um, and then we'll hopefully have some more great things for you guys to come. Yeah, we're going to have hopefully uh, some guests, some, some famous friends of ours yeah. come on the show. Believe it or not, the, the us two schmucks have some friends who, who have, uh, you know, you might have heard of. Yeah, climb the social ladder. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're up there. And uh, they've got some good opinions and some good uh, observations and uh, yeah. some uh, things you might want to hear. Yeah, they'll be they'll be bringing the attainment to the table. You know? <laughs> yeah, because we're not entertaining. <laughs> we're gonna have some segments and things as well. Uh, you know, we're trying to figure it out. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll this be is, a good time. This is evolving, evolve with us. Like, come grow with us. We're coming of age, people. Come We're coming of age. of age. Come grow with us. That's the tagline. <laughs> come grow with us. All right. Well, well yeah. that was uh, that was fun, and uh, I think I'm gonna give Castle Freak five out of seven stars. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I think five out of seven is pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's a good one. It's very entertaining. Plot is. Kind of weird in the way that you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. And like, also like, yes. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You're like, no, this doesn't make any fucking sense, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Which is great. It's the best. It's, um, it's honestly what I want out of like... The overacting in, in pretty much every character except for the Italians is great. I couldn't tell if the Italians were overacting or not. Yeah. Because um, you can't really understand what they're saying. Yeah. Probably biggest complaint in the movie, just not, you know. Not understanding. Not not understanding what people are saying on screen some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have known, but uh, we'll never know. 
Um, <laughs> we'll never know. I don't give we'll a shit. We'll never know. We don't give a shit. Um, it's fine. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. Uh, we'll see you next week, maybe bi-weekly. We're going to figure it out, all right? We're, free. We're coming of age. <laughs> yeah. You chums have a good day, okay? Bye. Bye.